song there. I hit the ground running when I'm invading your country. Happy Friday, man. I'm super excited to be here with you guys, man. Like I said, man, it's always Friday. Every time you come to the Stone Fed, it's always Friday. It's always time to chill. It's been a tough week, and everybody's coming to come relax, right? That's why I got the beautiful patio furniture right here in my garage so we can come hang out and fucking have a couple of beers or smoke a couple of blunts, depending on what your poison is, man. You know me. I'm all I'm all about the cannabis. The cannabis, the hemp, the CBD. You know me. You know that's how what I've always been advocating for and trying to break that stigma on you guys that are still trying to fucking get yourself drunk every damn night. Let me show you a better and healthier way, and I guarantee you have a lot better time, too. You won't have to worry about getting in fights with so st some stupid people. I'll tell you that much right now, man. It's Friday. We're here to hang out. It's Oklahoma. It's still warm. It's, fall's coming. They say fall's on its way. We'll see how much cooler it starts getting here. But, I mean, I've been blessed. It hasn't been too hot. It's been, it hasn't hit 100 degrees yet, which is great because in Oklahoma, it's usually between 105 and 115 with 100% humidity, and there ain't no fucking water around. Go figure that shit, right? I'm here with you on this Friday, man. Just coming to hang out. Remember, guys, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you guys know when I get these cool episodes that come out every week. Like I tell you guys, I got a Wednesday episode that come out with Veteran Trash Talk, and I got my Friday episode that come out for myself. And guess what? I got that Thursday lives that come on every fucking Thursday. I'm super excited about, dude. Don't forget to go check out Rafa 180. Rafa 180 is my sponsor. I'm super excited to have them as my sponsor, man. Like I tell you guys, medicinal grade CBD. You're trying to look for a medicinal grade CBD? Check out Rafa180.com. You go over there, you go to checkout. Don't forget to check out the Stone Vet USMC. You get 15% off your entire purchase, which is freaking great. Like I tell you guys, always check what type of CBD you're using. Make sure you got you can pull up some third-party lab testing and ensure that it's quality stuff. That's the biggest thing is to try to tell people, man. A lot of people I've talked with, oh, CBD didn't work. CBD don't help. CBD this, CBD that. It's because it's like any prescription, any medicine, right? You got to ensure that you're on the right dosage. If you're not taking the right dosage, you can you can take too much of it and it not work and not take enough of it and it not work. You got to find that perfect balance. Everybody's body is different. Everybody absorbs things differently, you know, like anything else, like alcohol. You guys drink alcohol. You notice after a while you need more alcohol to get drunk, right? same it's the same thing to get the medicinal benefits you got to find that balance do i need more do i need less do i need some cbg or do i just need cbd that's the beauty that's the beauty of it and you guys know the freaking sponsor rafa 180 she will reach out and she will help guide you and get you the exact medicine that you need man don't forget to check out rafa180.com to get your medicinal grade cbd needs man like i said i'm super excited it's friday and i got another jarhead on the show and the crazy part is, me and him had the same fucking MOS. We both stupid ass water dogs, man. <laughs> What's up, Ashton? How you doing today, man? I am doing fabulous. Man, I'm glad you're here with me, man. It's hard, man. I don't get a lot of jarheads on the show, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's they. They some of them are still kind of sketchy about this cannabis thing that we be talking about that I'm advocating for. A lot of them don't know that I exist yet. I'm trying to get out there, man. I'm trying to get out there. Hopefully, these guys that are watching it will share these videos with everybody so they'll be like, hey, I got a crazy-ass jarhead that I know you'd like to listen to, man. <laughs> man, so I'm, I'm super excited you're here, man. This guy is another advocate for the medicinal benefits of cannabis, CBD itself. Man, oh, 100%. Ashton, Ashton, he's another jarhead. He, he's a, he's boot, though. Like, he's shower shoe just got out of the Marine Corps. This guy, got, he didn't go in until 2014. Hell, I got out. I did nine years and got out in 2009, in 2009. And I, I can't believe it's been this long now that I've been out. It, fucking time flies by fast. I tell you what. But he did. He did some time in the Marine Corps, man. Fucking. He said he went to Courthouse Bay like us fucking engineers. All of us engineers go to Courthouse Bay. Lovely fucking Courthouse Bay. Whole shithole of Camp Lejeune. <laughs> Ashton <laughs> said here he loved it though. He said he loved it because it's kind of secluded because it really is. It's secluded and it's close to a beach. You can't get wrong. That's the one thing about the Marine Corps. You're always by a beach. Anywhere you go, you're always by a beach. You know, which is a great, which which is great, man. If you like being by the ocean all the time, and I loved it. I ain't gonna lie, I did love it. And, you know, a lot of people ask me, you still miss the core? I don't miss the core. I miss my brothers like Ashton. That's what I miss. I miss the brotherhood and the camaraderie, the stupidity that goes on after working hours you know what i'm saying man and so how you hanging out how you doing how you doing today man i know ashton's out in california man he said he ain't burning up yet though he, he he's lucky he's lucky so he's over out in that ocean side he hasn't burnt up yet man how you doing man i am doing great uh, it, i i 100 agree with you uh, a wise person once said to me 
when he was leaving the Marine Corps as well, was after my corporal. And he was like, you know, now that I've been out for a few years, man, I can say that I don't miss the circus, but I sure as hell do miss the clowns. No shit. Absolutely, brother. That's, that's, I think that's one of the biggest things that we, that we miss as, as veterans is the, the brotherhood, the camaraderie that we had while serving. I think that's the biggest thing is that we don't have our brothers to the left or the right no more. We go back to wherever. I say go home, but you didn't. You didn't go. You went home. You said, fuck this. I'm going back to California. Why California? I'm not going to judge you, dude. You Californians can keep your shit that you got going on. No, don't let that shit come back this way, you know? <laughs> but you know, California, there's a lot of liberals out there in California, man. Oh, yeah. It's it's absolutely crazy. I 100% agree. It's absolutely crazy. I'm actually, by the end of next year, actually, we'll be moving back down to Florida, to Tampa, to open up a second branch, as well as just the the bang for my buck out there is so much better than here in California. The laws it's gotta which, be. It's yeah. crazy. I bet, I bet, especially with the laws, the rules, the regulations, all the fucking bylaws. That you, you should bring your ass here to Oklahoma, dude. I bet you make a lot better killing out here in Oklahoma than you will in Florida. I bet. Who, who knows? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Texas is a big craze with the whole cannabis, with the whole Delta 8 ordeal right now. And that's what I tell people in Texas. I was like, that's how it was in Oklahoma. We had... Uh, I, we were, I worked with a, with a gentleman here. He, he owns Cantech Labs here, one of the biggest CBD processes here in Oklahoma. And he was the one that helped establish the, the, the legalization of CBD in Oklahoma. And as soon as we had CBD allowed here, not even a couple of months later, we we're voting for medicinal cannabis. And 57% of the population voted for medicinal cannabis in the state, which is awesome, dude. I mean, I love it. I mean, it's, it's great. I mean, medicine at your fingertips, right? You're able to get the medicine that you need now. But that's one of the biggest things with us veterans is that finding our purpose again, whenever we use this medicine, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of veterans are starting to go into growing their own medicine now, which helps a lot, man. I mean, I, I like, I like plants too. I like going through, I like, I like taking care of plants. I do love taking care of plants, you know, because guess what? Without me, they can't live, right? My purpose is to ensure that they continue living with me by me providing the necessities they need, man. And you, I mean, you're doing some awesome things there. You say you started your own your own business, Titan, right? Titan Titan Industries. Titan Naturals. Titan Naturals. Titan Naturals, which is freaking phenomenal, dude. It's awesome to see people finding their purpose and getting into what they what they're doing after serving. Because you didn't you didn't serve that long, right? You you didn't serve. Right. You were only you said you were only in for three years, right? How yep. did you manage to squeeze that out? So towards, I wanted to do a full, so my father was actually, uh, he was, he did the whole Mustang, right? So he did the enlisted side, switched over and did the officer side, got up to captain and then got up, got out after 18 years. Right. Uh, so me as following after that, when, you know, during that time in my childhood, we traveled all over. Uh, we went to Japan for a bit, California, Florida, we got stationed, you know, we traveled as a family, we got stationed there. So that was always in my in my blood. I can say, you know, that's how I grew up around Marines. Right. So I'm like, I'm gonna be a Marine. Uh, <laughs> so when I joined the Marine Corps, I was, I was trying to do uh, the full lifer. Right. I think but we I all are. On, Hell yeah! I oh, think we, we all, all are. Yeah, yeah. I want to uh, be a master and, guns. I said I want to be a master guns when I get out of this bitch. But don't don't get me wrong though. I was not gonna be a lifer as a water dog. That's no, no, sure. not at all. Not at all. I was right? gonna lap move. I was actually in the process. I was actually in the process of trying to do the. Uh, or the, the embassy guards. I forgot what they're called. But they're taking single MSG. men. And I'm like, I'm a single man. You try yep, to do MSG, MSG duty. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying. I was talking career plan doing MSG duty. Uh, to, but to cut it short, I started getting injuries in my knees and my shins where my what? actual muscle was starting to pull off the bone a little bit. What? No, was, not in the service. What are you talking about? That don't yeah, right. <laughs> not service not connected. service not connected. Service connected. <laughs> <laughs> And then I had a wonderful battalion commander that said, oh, you know, six months is a long time for you to recover and do physical therapy. So I think it's best we push you out of the Marine Corps. And I got pushed out of the Marine Corps instead as in uh, not fit to, to continue duty or whatever. I still got benefits and everything, but it just absolutely crushed my dreams to want to do a lifer as a Marine. But then I found a purpose in CBD soon after. So no shit, dude. So how was that? How was that? How was your transitioning out? Like when you were, when it was time when they were kicking your ass out because they said it's going to take too long for you to recover. How was I mean, because during the time when you were in, our numbers had dropped. We had dropped uh, drastically. Our numbers were dropping drastically because when I was in, I think we we're up to 245, 245,000 Marines. And probably when you were in, what, closer to 200,000? Absolutely. Close to that number, I would imagine. I don't know the exact number off the top of my yeah. head, but I do know we're going towards a, a lower amount. Uh, lower for amount. our unit, 
And for Camp Pendleton in general, I would say that during that time, 2013, 2014, our biggest thing was Marine Corps retention. All the corporals and sergeants were like, we're tired of higher ups, just absolutely destroying us. I even had a sergeant that his dad died. And during that time, he had uh, he was going to take a week off to go over there to his service, but he only had four days of leave. And uh, uh, they denied his leave request for those two additional days. Yeah. And he had, he had a not, he was, and they sent him on a field off instead of letting him go home and bury his dad. Well, of course. Stuff like that. And he was one of the top top guys and they just said nope and then he ended up not re-enlisting so whole surprise didn't really enlist wow no no shit and that's usually how it is i mean that's what sucks about the core man you they they lose good marines right daily like every i mean they're always losing good marines I, I had a marine he was a uh he was a corporal he was one of my corporals actually and uh he was a great marine he was fucking black belt martial arts expert shooter 300 pft fucking maxed out cft all his pme was done like I mean, this guy, he he spent the Marine Corps spent a lot of money on him to make sure that he was he was he was qualified to do what he was supposed to do. He was an electrician. He was a uh, what was it? I can't remember what the fuck their jobs were now. Eleven forty one. He was an eleven forty one electrician. And you know, you know, eleven forty ones, forty twos, fucking all this. Yep. Being an engineer, Good old you know, mechs. all the mechs and shit like that, right? He was a, he was an electrician, and he was a. Like I said, he was expert. He did everything. He did everything he could to stay in the Marine Corps because he was gonna make he was gonna make it a career. He was gonna be a lifer, right? His fucking eight years came up, and he his MOS was closed out. They wouldn't open his MOS. They opened mm. it and, and promoted one person. They promoted one person in his MOS that had more time in service than him. And he was like, "Motherfucker, dude!" And I said, "Have you tried looking at a lap moving, maybe or something?" He's like, "Man, I even told him I'll be a drill instructor if you give me my points to get promoted." And they're like, "Nope." They just kicked his ass out after eight years after doing all that fucking time and service and all that all that shit he had to do to be the best at what he does. They kicked his ass out. And I was like, motherfucker, dude, that's fucking ridiculous. And I was like, what's sad is that you're one of those Marines that you you try. You tried. Because there's a lot of Marines that are like, fuck it, I'm just doing fucking bare minimum. I'm gonna do what I'm need to do, and that's it, you know, and I'm out. I'm getting out, you know. But he tried, he actually tried. He wanted to be the best at what he did. And I, like I said, he fucking was outstanding. He's a great Marine, you know? Always a hard worker, always fucking first in, last out type guy. He'd always fucking you give him anything and he'll do it and get it done with. And he was great. But Marine Corps said, fuck you, I don't want you no more. And they kicked his ass out. And I was like, fuck, dude, that's, that's so shitty. Like, as much money as the Marine Corps spent on you to go get your black belt, to get you fucking expert qualified, to get you all your PME and all that shit done. And now you just fucking. They say, bye, I'm done with you. I'm not doing it no more, you know? It sucks, dude. But like you said, you said you had sergeants that were fucking good at their job, but oh yeah, they wouldn't let him do what the hell he needed to do. And so he said, fuck this, I ain't staying in no more. I'm getting out, you know? And it's sad because it happens regularly, fucking daily, you know what I'm saying? There's Marines getting out every day. There's Marines getting out of service. And how many of them are actually like, oh, I want to stay in. I'm going to do this forever, you know? There's not a ton of people, you know? I got one guy, he's a master sergeant. Never served with Marines. I'm all fucking served with Marines for like a month, and that was it over at uh, Ninth Com, Ninth Criminals there in Lejeune. He was there for like a month, and then he became a DI. He became a DI, so he did three years as a DI, and now he's in like San Francisco or some shit. I was like, what Marine gets stationed in fucking San Francisco, dude? What kind of bullshit are you doing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whose ass are you kissing? <laughs> uh, a little more than ass kissing for that one. I know, right? That's what I was like, fuck. Is his name Wagner? <laughs> right? I don't know what the fuck you're doing, dude, but you're not a Marine, dude. I'm sorry. You're just not one. I, you just, I, I'm sorry. You're just not a Marine. Because Marines don't get stationed. Like his first duty station as a fucking PFC was stationed like Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I was like, what the fuck is that, dude? How the fuck do you get stationed in these? And he, everywhere he went was always joint forces. He was always working joint for forces. He was the only Marine. And I was like, mm. as a PFC, and you're working with these fucking E5s and wherever you're going? I was like, this is bullshit, dude. Lucky motherfucker. I, if I had that kind of career, I'd stay in, too. I'd have done fucking 20 years, too. Shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? So I'm mean, sorry that transition was probably shitty. Did you have to go? Did you go through taps and stuff like that? The exiting transition, the, the two-week-long... Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. How was that for yep. you? Oh, that was so hard to stay awake during most of that stuff. <laughs> and I wish... So when I was getting out, I was still butthurt getting pushed out because I was super motivated, squared away. You know, don't get me wrong. I wasn't like a, a perfect Marine by no means, but I was, you know, I was the one that always would run around no matter what's going on. And I'll be... It'll be for example, we could be out in a field up inside of a hole, pouring rain up to our waist for no apparent reason just just for the suck 
and I'm over here running around cheering everybody up, cracking up jokes and keeping <laughs> the morale up and stuff like that, you know. But uh, it's just, it's just a, it was. I wish I paid more attention to it during that time. That so I was crazy? kind of like still buttered. I was getting pushed out because yeah. there's you know LinkedIn. They taught all that stuff that was necessary. But, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, like I like I tell people, that's what that was one of the biggest struggles is that that, that two week class. You're just like, this sucks, dude. Like I can't. There, there's nothing. There's nothing very beneficial for you. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, I'll help you write your resume. And the guy that's helping you doesn't know shit about how to write a fucking resume for you. You know, and it, it sucks because. That transition. There's a lot of people that go that, that that I guess this is this is throughout all branches. There's that two week class prior to getting out, and you know when you're getting out, your st- your NCOs, your staff NCOs don't give us two shits about you. Like just go do whatever the fuck you got to do to get out, you know. And so there, you don't have no support. You're just like, well, fuck, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Honestly, I, I'm just gonna get the fuck out. I guess I don't know. I, like, what am I supposed to do? And being enlisted, dude, none of us motherfuckers save money for shit. You know what I'm saying? None of us save money. I like two dollars during taps. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you, you're always you you make the money, you spend the money because you're not getting a whole shitload of money anyways, and you still got to pay your fucking bills that you have, your everyday bills, and whatever little bit of money you have, you're spending it to eat. You know, and that's one of the biggest struggles that I that I get frustrated with because I'm like, you spent the last three years for you three years. Like I tell people, I said, okay, you do four, fourteen, or forty years. When it comes to time to transition out. Like you, you have to understand a lot of people on the enlisted side. We don't think outside the box. We think about our job. This is our job. This is what we're supposed to be doing versus a lot of people on the office side, office side are looking, okay, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to do this. I'm, I have, they have more money to be able to do more things, you know, and they, they actually expand out and look at what they look at other things. I mean, look, look at what, uh, the Lieutenant Colonel Shell, what's the name? Shell, the guy that just spoke out about what the fuck just happened over in Afghanistan, Yep. He's, he said that he started his own small business doing this thing that helps attach devices to your ribbons. And he was selling it to AFES and apparently or the Marine Corps, the MCCS or whoever the fuck. And now they stopped. They stopped that. They said that they, they told they told him not to no longer do business with him. And you're like, hold the fuck on, dude. You don't want to do business with another fucking jarhead, your own fucking brother, you know, and on one of my on my Wednesday episode that I that I that I recently just did, I I, I called out the commanders. I called because I told them I said in the Marine Corps we have a commandant and we have a sergeant major Marine Corps. I called them out. I said you fucking sorry SOBs. It's your fault. We lost those people. It's your fault. Mm-hmm. I mean yep. I don't know I I don't know about you, but me I did tabletop exercises regularly. I did the whole fucking tabletop with the laser lights and all that bullshit, all the fancy shit. That I said if I was able to do that as a fucking PFC. You fucking people as commanders and sergeant majors have had to have done that in your career before you picked up the position where you're at. But you let politics make the jurisdiction on what you were going to do. And you like you lost my brothers and my sisters. It's your fault. It's frustrating. It frustrates the shit out of me because I was like for us. So for lieutenant colonel to call him out like. Who's going to claim responsibility? You saw a motherfucker should have claimed the responsibility. You know what I'm saying? You guys had the same training that we all had. You failed as leadership, and this is the cause, you know? And it sucks, dude. It sucks. But, I mean, but that's what I'm saying, though. For us, enlist aside, we don't think outside the box. We don't think, how can I start a business, you know? Like me, I joined the Marine Corps when I was 17 years old. I ain't no shit in the Marine Corps my whole life. You know what I'm saying? I joined at 17. I got out at, like, 25. So the Marine Corps was my whole fucking life. That's what taught me to be a man show me how to be a man how to grow up and shit like that i was a kid when i joined you know and a lot of people they join there's some people that, that like i just had michael on not too long ago that's writing a book uh life's memorable moments he was 27 when he joined the army and i'm like damn you were old as shit when you joined the army he's like you're telling me he said my fucking drill instructors were younger than me and i was like that's fucking crazy dude but it, it's things like that man i think it's, it's what's tough with the transition is that when it's time to get out, it's like, what do I do now? Can I really go back home after being gone for four years? You know, after I've been gone and doing my own shit for this long, can I really go back home? You know, or do I start somewhere else? Do I explore and go somewhere else? You you went to California. You went to Florida. You went back to California. You're not from California, but there's stuff there for you, apparently, because look what you're doing now, right? Yep, 100%. 
you know. And, and, and I went back home and all the people that you like, it's almost like they say on the commercials and the drillers tell you, you know, when the recruiters tell you, I went back home after doing my little bit of time. And then everybody that I left, there still doing the same old thing. You know, same homies I went to shit. high school with, they're, so they're going to grow up to be ballers. They're still working at McDonald's, Wendy's. They still look the same, the same. Three years later, and I'm like, well, I'm doing, this is nothing here for me at the moment. But now, now they have more brain to me. I, you know, I say that Florida is the more financially way based place to go. No, right, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. I mean, because when it comes time, whenever, like they say, man, when you go back home, everybody's usually doing the same shit. They doing the same shit you did before you left, and they just can't get out of it. You know, I, that's like what I tell people. I said Marine Corps saved my life, man. It got me out of the shit that I was in, that I was doing. It got me away from all the bullshit. Got me away from all the bad people I was running with. You know, and it, it actually made me different. It, it's helped me tremendously. I've been able to do so much shit tremendously now that the Marine Corps has shown me how to get things done, how to get accomplished. Because in the Marine Corps, man, that, that's what they teach you. They teach you that shit. They teach you how to make sure the task is done and you get it done as proficiency, as proficiency as possible, man. And so you got out, man. Like I said, his guy's fresh, dude. He said he got out in 2017, man. It's 2021. He's fresh. He, he's still fucking trying to figure it out. He's the guy. But this guy, Ashton, he's figured he's figured this shit out, man. You guys know he at the Stone Vet. That's what I advocate for, right? Medicinal grade CBD, fucking medical cannabis, understanding the medicinal benefits of cannabis. If you guys come over to my Facebook page, you guys will see all the medicinal benefits. I'm always posting medicinal benefits, man. It's like I tell you guys not too long ago, I had an argument with a nurse, a nurse here in Oklahoma that came to me and told me there is no medicinal benefits to cannabis. My mouth, my jaw dropped. I said, and you're a nurse? Don't ever see me. I don't ever want to see you for anything. Because if you're telling me there's no medicinal benefits for cannabis, you are the problem with science. You are the problem with having doctors around prescribing pharmaceuticals. You Sounds are the like person, me. right? You are. See, for us, for us, for us, for us con- connoisseurs, us, us advocates for cannabis and CBD. It's always been patience over. It's always been patience over profits. Always has been. Always will be because we understand the benefits. You know, do we need to make money? Yeah, we still need to make money. We still got bills. We got to pay. But our product will speak for itself. And that's how we'll make our money. You know. And that's what I, that's what I, it frustrated the shit out of me because I was like, you are a medical physician. You are a nurse. You went to medical school. You got, I said, so you're telling me because the book says there's no medicinal benefits, you are taking it, you're running with it and not actually doing any research on it itself. I said, you are not understanding. I said, what? Because, because I look at it, man, back in the day, fuck the 1700s, the 1500s, there weren't doctors. There were people who studied medicine. They studied plant medicine, you know, and I was like, they didn't go to they didn't go to medical school. So are they not doctors because they didn't go get a fucking 10 year degree? You know, is that what you're saying? You, you can't trust them because they didn't. I said these people were taking care of people. Why? Because they studied. They studied plant medicine. They studied how can this help? How can this help? You know, I was like, look at the fucking. I mean, half some of the some of the pharmaceuticals that are out there now, over the counter medicine, has plant medicine in it because they found out. I mean, look at elderberry. Elderberry is a plant medicine. It helps with the flu. They sell elderberry over the counter. It's an arm and a leg, but it's a plant based. It's plant based. You know what I'm saying? I said, lucky for us, we actually have a we have an older gentleman here. That's what he is. He he's old. He's I think he's in the sixties, but he produces plant medicine. He makes elderberry from scratch. He goes to the fields and plucks the elderberry, and boils it down and prepares it. Yara, awesome. fucking, he does all kinds of plant medicine. That's where we get our medicine from. You know, especially during flu season, we go make sure we get stocked up on our medicine during flu season. You know. And but for I, it just frustrated me. I don't know how I don't know about you, Ashton. I don't know how, if you've ever encountered somebody that tells you there's no medicinal benefits to CBD. There's no medicinal benefits to cannabis. Oh, 100 percent. I 100 percent agree. When I first started in 2018 uh, with this, when I used to go in person to places and I used to go with little I don't know if I have there's like a little demonstration of what a little bottle like this and be like, hey, you know, here I got the CBD tincture. It can help with this, this and this. And they're like, oh, we don't, we don't do that mainstream stuff. We're, we don't do that, that uh, hype <laughs> stuff. You know, we're not about that. 
And then, you know, now, even though I showed COA, showed people uh, different things and they're all the time, they're like, hey, you know, no, it's all about the hype. It's all about the hype. It's all in the mind. <laughs> right. And then they go out and buy morphine or, you know, these white little pills are all colored the same. And like, oh, these are helping and they're all the same colors. And, you know, it's just crazy. I think Bit Pharma, I, uh, when I was slowly learning more and more about business and stuff, I started, I actually did case studies on Bit Pharma. That did, but researched them and, you know, learned more about them. And just the way they just took over with insurance and all that stuff is just, it's so it's money hungry. And it, exactly. It's sick. It's sick. That's why, that's what really pushed me really deep, deep into the, the womb of, uh, or so to say, of uh, CBD back in its early stages when it got federally legalized. Right. The hemp plant. And that definitely pushed me over the top and to really just focus on that for years. And here oh, I am that, now. Absolutely, brother. And it, it, I mean, it really is. I mean, it's just, it's just frustrating because, I mean, we see so many brothers and sisters, just the VA's pounding pharmaceuticals, pharmaceuticals, pharmaceuticals. Take this, take this, take this, take this for your anxiety. Take this for your depression. Take this to counteract the side effects of your anxiety medication. Take this to counteract the side effects of the depression medication. Take this, take this. And before you know, it, you're on 10 to 15 different pills and you're just like, this fucking sucks, dude. I don't like this. Like, you know, and that's why that's why, you know, that's why I'm a huge advocate to tell people, hey, dude, have you looked at a good CBD product? You know, and like I said, I was arguing with this nurse because this lady was saying that she had a friend. Her husband's 28 years old, got stage four leukemia, and he mm. stopped. He stopped taking radiation therapy. He stopped taking chemo because a lot of people do. They take it once or twice and like, fuck this, dude. I feel like shit, you know. And one of my one of the uh, a guy I work with, he said, he said, you know how much one of those sessions costs? I said, what do they cost? He said, they cost about fifty thousand dollars a session. I was like, oh, motherfucker, dude. He's like, yeah. He said, my mom had to do it. He said, she had to do it. He said, and I was like, you got a thing, dude. Say, say you do 10 sessions at 50000 a piece, dude. Holy fuck. Are you kidding me? And it don't work. Then what? What do you tell the nurse? Hey, nurse, this shit don't work. So now what? What can I do? You know, I just gave you a whole shitload of fucking money. What can I do now? Well, that ain't shit you can do because cannabis don't work. You are out your fucking mind, dude. I've got people who, who are going through, who do who go through chemo and radiation and they smoke weed. And the doctors are like, wow, your tumors are shrinking fast. Because cannabis works with chemo. It works with the radiation. It helps speed up the process. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, yeah. not only that, it takes away the pain. You know what I'm saying? It's a pain reliever. And a lot of people don't understand that because for us veterans, we deal with a lot of fucking pain, aches and pains all the fucking time. We hurt. You know what I'm saying? We hurt. Like you said, you were fucking your muscles coming off of your knee. Is that right? Yeah. Something had to do with like the, what's that T1, uh, the tendon or something like that. It was just pulling off because all the, the uh, first started as a shin splint and you'd say, like, all right, you're still doing this hike, you know, light duty my ass. Right. And then, you know more and more and more until it's just where i can barely walk yeah no shit right and you're just like motherfucker dude so we all deal with pain with our back our hips our knees our fucking feet you name it we're in pain all day long every day right and what do we do we pop a pill 800 milligram ibuprofen give me this tim give me that i need a flex roll now ibuprofen water change your socks right you know and it sucks man and so i mean with, with with that it's just like what the fuck do i do now man why do you guys think I? That's one of my biggest things. That's what my. That's why. That's why I do this show is to, to help educate people on the medicinal benefits of cannabis. To understand every CBD that's out there, because you got your CBD, your CBG, your CBN. There's so many different cannabinoids that are out there, man. And how do you educate yourself? I said, what I tell you, what I tell you guys, take it with a grain of fucking rice, honestly, and do your own research. Because us as veterans, we hate fucking doing research. We hate looking it up because we hate reading. We hate looking into it. But when we do, we feel better because we feel smarter because we actually looked into it. And like, no, this is this is the right way. This is how we're supposed to do it. This is what this is what will help me sleep. This is what will help deal with my anxiety. Understanding the, the terpene profiles in the plant itself so that you know how to deal with your anxiety. You know how to deal with depression. I mean, talking with Ashton here, Ashton, he started Titan Naturals. Titan Naturals is dealing with CBD, which is great, which is great, man. Hey, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into Titan Naturals? So back in 2000, I'll say back 2017 or 2018, 
uh, right in the middle year when they're still just talking about hemp and stuff like that. That's when I was still researching because I was actually researching for my own self. My own self. Uh, I started getting a little bit depressed and stuff like anybody because I felt like I got wronged and betrayed by the Marine Corps. But I didn't push out early. Uh, all my hopes and dreams of doing awesome stuff. And I got stuck as a water dog. As you probably, you know, you probably go to the recruiting station and said, hey, I want to purify water, man. Hell no. Hell and they no. said, hey, I actually want to be an amphibious assault crewman. And he's like, all right, cool. That's something just as cool as that, if not cooler. I'm like, what? He's like, same thing on the ground rockets. And I'm like, awesome. He's like, yeah, engineer. I'm like, let's do it. Little did I know that it was an engineer open contract. And it's like, either you're going to be an engineer or not. So that, that got thrown into that way. He got but, your ass. So, I felt betrayed. I didn't do what I wanted to do in the Marine Corps, all that stuff. I started getting a little sad, a little depressed. Went to the VA for it. They said, cool, take this pill. And before I even started taking it, I read, you know, I was like, what is this? And, you know, research what it was. I figured out it was some crazy long scientific name. And I started researching side effects for it because, you know, I was always weird about putting stuff in my body. Right. And then turns out there's a lot of people that would unfortunately commit suicide from it because what it did, it, it, yeah, right, right. And this would be like, it would be soon, but it would be like 10, 15 years down the road, taking it every day or right. every other day. Every year. So, because what it would do is just, it just mask, make you feel temporarily better. And this is what, this is the way someone put, put it in a little article I was reading. They said it would just mask the effects of your depression. Kind of like his analogy was like, take a, take a bottle of soda, take the cap off and you put your hand over it and you shake it, but your hand's still on there nice and firm, but you keep on shaking it. And that's what the pill is. The pill just covers the bottle. And eventually there's so much pressure in there that it just starts seeping to the sides and squirts out. And then unfortunately, you know, you do something stupid. So, uh, and that kind of hit me hard. Up. That was the idea. I'm like, all right, let me research other stuff. I'm like, oh, what is holistic uh, healing? I'm like, oh, plant stuff. And then I got into hemp. And then towards the end of when it started getting legalized and stuff, I'm like, wow, this can really benefit people. I started hearing about other veterans taking hemp and CBD. And then I started getting, uh, seeing like other stuff about, uh, veterans committing suicide and then actually had someone that was in our unit that i was attached to one of my guys that i actually mentored up before i left became the platoon sergeant one of his marines committed suicide at the unit uh he ended up hending himself in the barracks which is only one room over from where my room was and that just really hit me hard right. he said it was a young kid just had a kid had stuff looking forward to him but he just got berated by higher up so much that he ended up deciding to take his own life and then I started, you know, researching all this stuff and how many veterans in the 22 program and stuff like that. And it really started hitting me deep and hard. And that, that's when I started thinking about uh, how I can help veterans. And it originally started out as I just want to produce basic stuff to help so I can build profits, then send those profits. And for example, I would make uh, pre-rolls, right? You make little pre-rolls of CBD joints. I would sell some CBD tinctures and then use some leftover material to make joints. And that actually went on like veterinary on the veterinary site back in the day when it was ran by that uh, the Anthony guy, I believe. Yeah. Uh, way back then, uh, during that time, I would put, post uh, say, "Hey, if you're a veteran, uh, let me know. And if you have no any other veterans that are feeling down or anything, let me know. All expenses paid. I'll send them a five pack of pre rolls so they can have them. If they like them, let me know. I want to make sure we can try to lower that number of suicide rates. And that's what actually started me getting CBD is really wanted to make a difference in that way. And I still do that. I still tell people, if you feel down or anything like that, I'll send you a pack of pre-rolls to pre-rolls cost, if not 20 cents to me. And I don't care if pre-rolls even cost me a hundred dollars in the future, $5 in the future. I'm still going to send them the free to veterans and people in general that, um, that are feeling down and stuff and use this natural remedy, make them feel better, uh, you know, through a natural way. And then eventually it started evolving. I started seeing what's selling and what doesn't. And Robert Garcia actually helped me out. I was actually going to stay just mainstream products. But during this time, you know, 2019, 2020, the market was getting saturated with just so much of CBD products. Even though I stick to the rules and just do COAs and all other stuff, I was getting overwhelmed by the competition. And that's why Robert Garcia said, hey, stay luxury. Don't lower your prices just because everybody else is, you know, just be that standout luxury brand. And uh, the funny piece, I was telling you my little secret here. Uh, back in 2018, leading up to that, I was thinking like, man, or it was like, maybe I'll say a little bit later than that. I was like early 2019. I was like, man, I'm getting swamped. Everybody's selling stuff for low prices. I can't even come close to that. I barely get my stuff for retail prices. So I was trying to think of like how I can better my market. And this was a little evil of me, but it, you know, adapt and overcome, right? Right. So I took that stuff I learned from the Marine Corps, you know, that drive and adapt and overcome and thinking a little, thinking about outside the box just a little bit. Um, so what I did was there's a Facebook page that was for farmers only. They're super strict about it. They had about 30 new hemp farmers in there. 
and you can't they like do verification by saying like what kind of plant you're growing where did you get your seeds from so i googled where to get seeds from and i what the top sellers were and then i entered into it and they said are you a farmer i said yes i, I grow hemp i have a hemp farm here in florida they're like awesome what see you and i told them the name i got from google they're like oh you know i heard those they sold out fast i'm like yeah you know i got in early i knew somebody in the inside so I pretended to be this hemp farmer and then because they were not loan, you know, farmers only, no brokers, no sellers, no nothing. They're, they said in their guidelines, super strict about that. And you had to be right. in by only full nine yards, right? So every week to make my name known, I'll post something in there about, uh, you know, like, like random farming facts. I'll Google, like, did you know ladybugs uh, can eat other insects that harm your plants, but they don't harm your plants themselves? And, you know, I bought my ladybugs from this store. And stuff I just Googled and I slowly earned their trust. I guess, you know, so they didn't recognize my name. Then eventually harvest time came. Now, this is the little slip part here. So what I did was everybody's like, oh, I'm selling my crop, selling my crop. Da, da, da. I said, hey, I got this, this guy named Mr. Chungus, which is where Mr. Chungus came from, because that was a nickname I got while I was in the Marine Corps. Chungus, <laughs> like the, uh, the big armed, you know, the Russian uh, rabbit with the AK-47. Because I was all in the, I was like the weapons expert. Right. So, uh, so I use that nickname, like, hey, you know, my guy, this guy named Mr. Chungus, he's a broker. And since no other brokers are allowed in that group, uh, most people, most of these farms don't have brokers already. And I said, hey, you know, he's a great guy. He can help you sell some of your stuff. Do you have any leftover crop or anything like that? Let him know. And here's his number. Well, it was just actually just me. So then they hit me up. And now I, from around then, I started building personal relationships with these people. And now I have, I get stuff super, super cheap. And now that allows me to create amazing products like this and be able to send them out to free people and not cost me that much. That's so I was awesome. one of them, was able to undercut all of my uh, competition, but on the upside now, now I use that to benefit my, my people. So instead of, you know, with me, before I had those contacts, I would have to pay, you know, two grand up front, DoorDash like crazy, make that money, pay that money up so, so I can get some samples or so, a couple pounds of flour. But now I, you know, I get flour for $175, $175 a pound, you know, super low for like Delta eight, two, and this, and say, well, so I can be able to help people out and help people rebuild their own products. So if someone says, Hey, I want to start a hemp business. I only have a hundred bucks. I'm like, no problem. Here's some free samples. Let me know what you want. We'll make it for you. All that good stuff. That shit's awesome, dude. That, that That's awesome, man. So it's, I mean, to get established, to get an understanding of that, to like your drive to say, Hey, this is what I got to get into. You said, I got to get into this farming Facebook page just so people can talk. You know, and you had to do some research to get an understanding to get into it. So you knew what the hell they're talking about. Right. And I mean, you you found your drive. You found your determination you're like natural healing. I need natural healing because you said the damn pills that the VA want to give you said within over time, it's going to kill you. Right. It kill yep. you, you know, and it sucks, dude, because like you said, 22 a day. Right. So that's what yep. that's the big that's the big thing. That's the big thing is the 22 a day. Everybody knows 22 a day. Right. And I can tell people, I shoot this show, we're losing a brother or sister today, right now as I shoot this show. And it sucks. Yep. But nobody ever talks about the 35 plus that we lose to pharmaceuticals, to the VA overdose, that are overdosing on pharmaceuticals daily. We would like to give a huge thanks to Rafa 180. Rafa 180 offers pure medicinal CBD and products made locally. They walk alongside individuals to achieve a healthy lifestyle with options needed by each person. You can learn more about them on Facebook at Rafa CBD, their website www.rafa180.com or email at rafacbd at gmail.com. They truly believe your journey matters. ...that you have, that you guys are working together to ensure the better of man, to ensure that you can make it better in this life. It's tough, man. Life's hard. Don't get me wrong. Life's hard as fuck. I mean, look at Ashton. He started this Titan Naturals. How long did it take you to be start becoming successful? We actually just started being profitable about six months ago. Wow. So, so it took years. So it's a, it takes years. It's of, the, of, of these two amazing plants, it will help you live a better life, honestly. I mean... Don't like I tell people, I said, don't don't get me wrong. Cannabis isn't the end all be all and it's going to cure everything because it's not. Don't get me wrong. There are some pharmaceuticals that some people need to have. I mean, if you're bipolar and different things, there are certain things that you do need to keep in your your, your, your regimen. Like, I mean, but start using cannabis, start using hemp with the pharmaceuticals that you're using. Like I tell people, I said, don't just get off everything and just start going straight to cannabis. Like, no start winging yourself and be like oh i don't need that pill today or oh i don't need that today and start understanding and using it because you know you know 
Ashton, you know, because one of the biggest things, a lot of people suffer from high blood pressure, right? And you already know using CBD on a regular basis, it's going to help lower your blood pressure. Oh, yes. You know? And understanding the medicinal benefits, you with Titan Naturals, you have to do education yourself. You have to educate yourself. You can't just go and sell a product and not know anything about it, right? Oh, absolutely. That's one of my biggest things is people were blown away by how much I knew. In fact, I went to a, um, I went to a conference back in, up in LA. This was maybe about a year ago. And while I was at this conference, I was actually asking these booths. I went there as a, as a visitor and as a booth. So I was walking around with my team and we would go around and ask questions like, hey, what does CBD stand for? And no one, like most of the booths couldn't answer it. People, this is before we could produce nano amounts of CBD. People were saying like, oh yeah, you put this ointment on your skin and then it turns, changes your mood. And we're like, well, you do know that the molecules can't fit. I'll do a trick question, but like, how do the molecules fit to the pores of the skin then? If the molecule, CBD molecule is too big to fit through, like, oh, well, it just goes right through and the, the skin absorbs it. I'm like, how though? And they wouldn't be able to answer it. Well, you know, go to our website. You know, fun stuff like that. <laughs> it, it, it's stupid though, man. And that's what that's what I try. That's why I struggle. That's why I always advocate. Understand where you're getting your medicine from. Understand it. Understand it. Understand it. You know, I just had a video not too long ago. I got a new, a new sponsor on my Wednesday episodes, Elevated Hemp Solutions, and all their products have QR codes on it. And you scan the QR code, and it pulls up the product itself. You you pick the product, and it shows you everything that's in that product, man. Which is great because they're advocating. They're like, no, we're we're going above and beyond, and we're having to ensure that we provide you these lab certs so you have an understanding of what you're ingesting because you're ingesting it you don't want poison you don't want to ingest poison we already ingest enough poison in our foods here in america there's enough fucking poison in everything we eat you know and that's the last thing you need to do is be like oh i want to take this to help me and it's fucking full of poison it's full of fucking nasty shit because you being in the processing field you're doing you got the isolate and understand to pull isolate it's a it's a process to pull the isolate right yep and you can poison people, right? 100%. Same with Delta 8. Right now, Delta 8 is the huge craze, but people don't know it. There's actually two different types of Delta 8. There's one that is still you know, done the right way, but then there's also one that they leave the synthetic compounds. They don't have the COA right afterwards. We'll have the COA before and afterwards because afterwards, they can still be solvents inside of your Delta 8. You smoke that, your lungs could collapse. Like you get so much black market stuff that you get from the wrong person, you're done. And actually have something for your little QR code thing. Let me No, absolutely. And that's what I try to tell you guys. That's what I try to try to tell you guys and advocate for you guys. When you start getting into your medicine, you start taking your medicine, where are you getting it from? It's look always the QR code. C O S not to. Look at that, dude. It's yep, right there. He's showing There's you. old school tinctures. From day one, we were doing the QR codes. That's the way you got to do it. The COAs must you always buy product. It. We'll you see the waves on it. You have to do it, guys. You have to understand. This is what I tell you guys. You have to educate yourself. If I'm going to get into natural healing, how? Because not only is cannabis a great natural healer, but you have other plants like elderberry. You have yarrow, lavender, sage. There are so many plants out there. That's what it was for. Look at the Native Americans. How do you think they lived during all the shit that they went through, man? They use natural products that was growing in the field. They understood it and studied it. And what is the medicinal benefits? How will this help me? And stuff like that. That will help you. That will heal you. That You don't have to take Tylenol. You don't have to take 800 milligram ibuprofens, fucking naproxens, anxiety medication, fucking depression medication. You don't have to take any of that stuff. If you understand natural remedies that help heal that stuff. Because guess what? People back in the day, they dealt with that shit too. They dealt with anxiety. They dealt with depression. They didn't have a fucking pill to treat it. They did things to help them naturally. Natural healing that's out there in the world. Fucking dandelions. You guys wouldn't even realize those yellow fucking plants that are in the grass that we call weeds. Fucking dandelion. If you look at the dandelion root and the medicinal benefits of a dandelion root, you'd be blown away. You'd be like, holy shit, are you kidding me? I got dandelions that grow in my backyard. My kids go in the backyard, pluck dandelions, and my wife makes them a tea, and they drink dandelion tea. They love it. But I'm telling you, the natural healing, there's natural remedies in it, dude. Like You guys just don't understand in plants itself. I mean, hell, look at that, that expensive-ass mushroom that grows in the fucking woods that people pay high dollars for. Fuck, yep. dude. Why do you think they pay high dollars for it? Because nobody goes and hunts. <laughs> nobody goes and picks them. They're, you know, so they'll pay you top dollar for them, man. It, it's fucking nuts, dude. I mean... This is this is what it's about. 
people like Ashton, he's advocating. He's there. He said he's actually, you're about to move to Florida now and expand your operation out there in Florida. By the end of next year, we'll have a second uh, East Coast operation too. And I'll, I'll reside out there and I'll have some of my team stay back here in California. We'll have a, a West Coast and East Coast operation so we can uh, expedite uh, orders as well. You need to bring your ass here to Oklahoma, dude. I'm telling you, we could do some awesome shit here, dude. With the oh, I bet. I plan on start traveling by the end of the year. Absolutely, brother. Let me know when you get your ass here to Oklahoma. I'll get you connected with some some awesome fucking people. Cause I here the I mean, Johnny Mo Media was out here not too long ago, and he was like, "Damn, you guys have a fucking big ass influence here in Oklahoma." I said, "Yeah," I said, "Because right <laughs> now in Oklahoma we have the most liberal fucking medicinal cannabis laws there is, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of us here that are advocating and fighting to ensure that we continue having our rules and regulations." We, we uphold them because we voted for it and we don't want we don't want fucking we don't want our fucking our, our government here to take it away from us. You know, and a lot of people don't understand that, you know, you have to fight for what you believe in for the legalization of cannabis across the entire nation. That's what we're fighting for. That's what we're fighting to ensure that every veteran is able to get the medicine that they deserve. You know, because some we got veterans in states that still don't have medicinal or recreational. They don't have anything. Because they, they, they're fucking all, they're, they're wound tight and they're still stuck on the stigma that the government gave them during the whole fucking D.A.R.E. program when fucking Nixon was like, no, we can't fucking have cannabis here, you know? And it's like, get over it, dude. Get over it. When 36 out of 50 states have cannabis running around it, you got to get your heads out of your ass and start coming along to the party. You know what I'm saying? When, when over 50% of the country has cannabis in it, Get your head out of your ass. It's time to legalize it. Regardless, you want to do it medicinally or you want to do it recreation. I don't give a fuck, but it needs to be there. Because, I mean, as much cannabis is growing out in California, it'd be lovely to have some of that shit over here. You know what I'm saying? Because I know there's good medicine there. I know there's good medicine in California. You know? There's shit medicine too, but I mean, that's everywhere. There's shit medicine and there's good medicine everywhere you go. And that's one thing that you guys, that, that we have to be able to fight for i know schumer's fighting for it and schumer's getting through there and he's he's fighting the people and hopefully we get the lobbyists in there fighting for us saying that no you need to vote yes for this you know hopefully they're paying them enough money we know politics we know how politics is you guys know how fucking political i can get i fucking hate politics dude fucking congress is worthless they ain't worth shit they ain't here to help us they're here to fuck us as much as they can so they can get rich off of us dude <laughs> how, are, how are all of them millionaires isn't congress supposed to be like the local people to make decisions it's fucking ridiculous man hey so we're coming close to the end of the show brother how you want to tag out everybody how you want everybody to reach out to you and look out for what you're doing awesome so you can hit us up on instagram at titan t-i-t-a-n underscore naturals n-a-t-u-r-a-l-s um that's pretty much i can get us on majority of the stuff on there uh my personal instagram is humbled underscore legend on instagram as well you can hit me up on there uh that's probably the best ways to get a hold of us. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, brother. And, you know, I'm super excited. I know the people on the East Coast are going to be super excited to get you out there and get your products. That fucking, that can of garlic looks fucking amazing, dude. I bet you that fucking oh, absolutely. Really good. It looks awesome, dude. It absolutely looks amazing, you know. And it's like I tell you guys, man, you guys have to go and support your veterans. If you're in California, man, reach out to fucking Ashton, dude. He's our personal cigars, dude. He don't even put them on the shelves. He sells them Absolutely. You know, this is a personal product. You can't go to the fucking, you can't go to the cannabis store and pick up one of these fucking can of cigars, dude. That fucking yeah. thing looks delicious. I so tell you funny what. you say that. Not only, you know, a lot of times people wrap blunts and stuff in backwoods and stuff like that. And that's cool and all. But our, our uh, all of our stuff is hand rolled the traditional Cuban way using these super fresh actual tobacco leaves so we use actually actual tobacco leaves this is the here's the whole stem on it right there and we pull off with the vein to make these beautiful things also all you tobacco smokers out there you can actually go on whole leaf which is where we get our tobacco leaves from whole leaf and you can actually get cigarette type tobacco shred it and smoke it a lot healthier than we're doing the processed stuff nowadays and cheaper but yes, we use a uh, natural leaf too. You know, you got tight natural, got to stay natural, right? You got to stay natural. You have to stay natural, man. What how how much how much hemp did you say was in those can of gars? So, these ones is 3.5 grams. We also have a same size but it's concentrated into a tight uh, pressured mold that has 7 grams. This one burns for about 20 minutes. 
The other one burns for about an hour and 10 minutes. Damn, dude. That's talking about a good time. That's when you're hanging out with your homies and you just wanted to relax and just hang out and chill, dude. Absolutely great got, party. That's favorite. when you got that's when you got the camp the THC going around and that one going around right behind it to hit you just right. <laughs> that's awesome, brother, man. Man, guys, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me on this Friday, getting to enjoy this time and getting to meet Ashton. Meet Ashton, dude. You guys probably would have never knew who the fuck Ashton was, but here he is. He's part of my community now, dude. He's a, he's a fucking water dog, fucking jarry, just like myself, making a difference, man. I have the podcast advocating. He's making the products to help us fucking continue advocating, doing what we do best, man. I, la- I thank you guys for coming out here, hanging out with me. Don't forget to hit that daggum subscribe button so you can hear these awesome fucking episodes every Friday, man. Get bringing on great fucking veterans, dude. That's all I bring on as veterans. And, I, you know, I had somebody reach out to me saying I should bring on other people. I will eventually. You know what I'm saying? There's some civilians out there that are advocating for us, too, that I will. But I love my brothers and sisters way too much to fucking miss out on an opportunity to be able to interview them like this and bring them on my show and hang out with me, man. Huge shout out to my sponsor, Rafa 180. Like I tell you guys, looking for medicinal grade CBD, check out Rafa180.com. They got awesome stuff. You got your CBD oils, your bombs, your lotions, lip balm, fucking bath bombs. You name it, they got it on the store, man. And I know I told her, I keep telling her to fucking update that damn CBN. She's got that sapphire, it's that CBN for them nights that used to fucking just suck to try to go to sleep. Fuck, I had one the other night, man. I didn't go to bed till about 3 o'clock this morning. I got up at 7. And I was like, this fucking sucks, dude. But if you take that, stick it under your tongue, let it absorb into your bloodstream, man. You'd be asleep within minutes. And what's great about stuff, what's great about CBN you're not going to wake up groggy like you would off that Ambien, dude. I'm telling you right now. Ashton can validate. He knows about the CBN. He's a smart yep, guy. Yep. He Amen knows about that. it. You know? Don't forget to go check him out, dude. Like I said, you go check out with the Stone Vet USMC. You get 15% off your entire fucking order. Share it with your friends and family. If they know about CBD, share it with them. Maybe you don't like CBD. Maybe you're not ever going to use it, but I bet you, you got family members or friends that do use it. Tell them, go check out the Stone Vet USMC and you get 15% off your entire purchase of medicinal grade CBD, man. Ashton, thanks for hanging out with me on this Friday, man. Thanks for doing what you're doing, man. You know you're part of the family now. You ain't going nowhere. We got that absolute, same ETA. Absolute pleasure. We stood on the same yellow fucking footprints, dude, and said, I got, I'm going to take, ca- take this country by the balls and make it mine, right? We got this, man. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us, man. Remember, you hit the stone vet. We got you sick. Camo with ammo for every situation I handle. They got us marching and stepping by my platoon. You get trampled. If it ain't raining, we ain't training. Nothing changed by complaining. I adapt and overcome. I make the best out situations. I stay alert for my enemies trying to do me some harm. I fight for your freedom of speech.